0: I will pour water on the thirsty say thirsty I will pour water on the thirsty land and streams on the dry ground I will pour out my spirit on your offspring and my blessing on your descendants I will pour out my spirit on your offspring and my blessing on your descendants I want to bring a word to you today, the Lord, a simple message the Lord has given me this week that I've just simply titled, Downpour. If you will, stretch your hands toward heaven one more time. Pray with me and for me. Father, thank you for your presence. Lord, the song couldn't be truer today. We just want you. That's all we want in this place today, Lord, is you. That's what we've come together for, is to be in your presence. We thank you for that presence that's so rich and so real right here, right now. God, I pray for the next few moments you would remove every hindrance that would prohibit us from hearing what the Spirit of the Lord wants to speak to us today. I pray, Lord, you would anoint our ears to hear and our hearts to receive. I pray, Lord, that you would move me out of the way. Lord, anoint these lips of clay that I wouldn't deliver my words, but that your word would come forth today in the power and the demonstration of your Spirit. And more than anything today, Lord, let us leave this place differently than we came. Because we've been in your presence and changed by your word. We'll never fail to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Give the Lord a big hand clap of praise as you're seated this morning. Amen. We are in the midst of an outpouring in this church. Can I get some people to help me this morning? We experienced an outpouring in our services three weeks ago, and six people gave their hearts to Jesus in that service. When we met last Sunday in the 11 a.m. service, our students Came back from Winterfest, where they had just experienced another mighty outpouring of God's presence, and they returned to us differently than they left us a week ago this past Thursday. In case you didn't realize it, they returned to us with two more salvations, nine rededications, and nine students who were filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And during our service, Last Sunday, the Holy Spirit spoke and reminded us in God, of God's Word in Joel chapter 2, verse 28 and 29. And the Word said in Joel chapter 2, 28 and 29, And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my Spirit on all flesh, Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. And also on my men servants and on my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days. When the Lord spoke last Sunday, he also said, this is not a strange spirit. This is not a different spirit, but this is that. It's what the Lord said, that was spoken by the prophet Joel. This is my spirit that I long to pour out upon my people. And in that service last Sunday, we experienced another mighty outpouring of God's spirit. Maybe you didn't know, but this past Wednesday night, during our regularly scheduled midweek services, The adults were in class. The children, the small children were in class. But the Holy Spirit was once again poured out back in our student center. There were two more students who gave their heart to Jesus Wednesday. And four more students filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Pastor Nicholas felt led to call a special called youth emphasis service here in this sanctuary on Thursday night, this past Thursday night. Now, somebody said, I didn't know about that service. If you're not signed up on text alerts, you wouldn't have known about the service. That's why it's important for you to sign up on text alerts. Somebody say amen. It's the only way we had to get the word out. When we left here on Wednesday, they said, we're having church tomorrow night. Seven o'clock in the sanctuary, be here. I was here There was over 160 people and of them about 90 were students who showed up for that service Thursday night. And guess what happened? Two more salvations and two more students filled with the Holy Spirit. So I don't know if you've been awake around here or not, but in the month of January, we saw two saved and one rededicated. In February, we saw seven people give their lives to Jesus. That means that this year, already, we have already seen a total of 15 people accept Jesus Christ. Ten people rededicate their lives to Jesus. And 15, all of which are students, baptized with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. And today is only March the 12th. Only March the 12th. I hope that you can recognize with your pastor this morning that what we are witnessing around here is an outpouring of the Holy Spirit of God. Here's the wonderful thing, and I'm not going to be long today. The wonderful thing about an outpouring is that anybody, say anybody. Anybody who wants to get under the downpour can get under the downpour. Don't Miss the downpour. Now, hear me and hear me well. This isn't the time. Hear me. This isn't the time to sit back and try to analyze if it's being done the right way. Don't try to figure out who's authentic and who isn't. Don't be resistant to the move of God. Because here's what I'm going to tell you. If you do. If you do, you can guarantee you will miss what God wants to do for you. So instead of doing that, why don't you just try stepping into the flow of the Holy Ghost and saying, God, whatever you want to do, do it. And get in on the downpour. The Holy Spirit reminded us last Sunday of Matthew chapter 5 and verse 6. Jesus himself said, blessed are those Who hunger and thirst for righteousness. For they, say they, they shall be filled. Those who hunger and thirst, they shall be filled. If you're not hungry and you're not thirsty, don't be looking to get filled. But those who are hungry and who are thirsty let say, God, give me just a drop of the water of your presence. This book promises us, blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they are the ones that shall be filled. Psalms chapter 107 and verse 9 said, For he satisfies the thirsty, and he fills the hungry with good things. When Jesus himself encountered the woman at the well, I want you to listen to what he said to her. John chapter 4, verse 10. Jesus answered her, If you knew... See, that's the problem. That's the problem with part of the church world today. And Sister Karen already talked about it. They know of God, but they don't know God. They know of the gift of God, but they don't know the gift of God. Jesus answered her and said, If you knew the gift of God... And who it is that asked you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us the well and drank from it himself? And as did also his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered, everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water... That I give them will never thirst. Instead, the water I give them, watch this, will become in them. Say, in them. Will become in you a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The water I give you will become a spring of water welling up into eternal life. This is the best way I know to illustrate this to you this morning. But you take a drink of the water. That was perfect timing because I needed a drink of water. You take a drink of the water and suddenly you become a whale. Are you with me? Then you give that water to somebody else and they take a drink of the water. And suddenly they become a whale. Are you with me? Then they take that water. Students, this is the way it works. And they give it to somebody else. And they take a drink. And suddenly, that person becomes a well. And before you know it, where once had been a bunch of thirsty people, you know what you've got now? Now you've got a bunch of whales that are springing up with life-giving water. They're not just consumers anymore. They're producers of a life-giving water substance. John chapter 7 and verse 38, Jesus said, He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly, out of his belly, shall flow rivers of living water. Listen, rivers of living, say living, living water. They have become producers of a life giving substance just as water is necessary to the human body living water is necessary to your spiritual man did you hear what I said just as water is necessary to your physical body spiritual water is necessary for the spiritual man without regularly replenishing of water in your human body You will become dehydrated. How many medical people we got in the room? Let me see your hands. Dehydration, in case you didn't know, we talk about that and we act like, oh, they're dehydrated. It ain't no big deal. But did you know that dehydration, without reversal, will eventually end in death? Did you know that? The same is true, church, for your spiritual man. Without regularly replenishing of water in your spiritual body, you will become dehydrated. And spiritually dehydrated believers equal a dead church. God, I don't want a dead church. But I want some people who are thirsty, thirsty for the living water. And what we are witnessing take place is an outpouring of the living water Upon everybody who is thirsty enough to get under the downpour. Our main text today said this. Isaiah 44 and 3. For I will pour water on the thirsty land. And streams on the dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring. Did you hear that? And my blessing on your descendants. I don't know if you caught what I said. But of the 15 that have been filled with the baptism in the last 10 days, all 15 of them are not y'all. They're our offspring. Huh. God said, I'll pour out my spirit on your offspring. Are you with me? Thank God for the Asbury Revival. Thank God for the Cedarville University Revival and the Samford University Revival and the Lee University Revival and the Texas A&M Revival. But I want to tell you something this morning. Thank God for the outpouring that we are witnessing right here on our children, on our offspring. Listen, I don't know about you. But I'm not satisfied just to read about it or watch it on Facebook. I'm not satisfied to just hear somebody else talk about it. I'm not satisfied to have to drive the distance to get to it. I want this church to get under the spout where the glory of God is pouring out. Last Sunday when the Holy Spirit was speaking, he also said, listen, there are some Who are resistant to my spirit. There are some who do not understand. I want to tell you something this morning. I can totally relate to that. I want to be transparent with you. I can completely and totally relate to that. There was a time in my life. When I just did not understand. The fullness of the spirit of God. But here's what I discovered. The more. You seek of Jesus And the more You experience him For yourself The more you begin To understand I didn't fully understand Everything either but listen I didn't let that stop me From seeking More of Jesus I simply said God Whatever you have For me Now listen I'm going to relieve some of you right now. You don't have to act like me when you get more of God's spirit. That made some of you happy. Somebody said, yeah. You don't have to. There were some people that I didn't want to act like either. I'll just be honest with you. When I was a teenager, we had nicknames for three of them. One of them we called Jumping Bean, which actually, I might act like her now. I jump a lot. One of them we called Quiver because when she put her hands in the air or when the Spirit of the Lord was on her, she went like this right here. We called her Quiver. And the other one we called Fruitcake. Because when the Holy Ghost would get on her, she'd put her, slap her hand on the top of her head and just turn right around in circles. Like she was losing her mind. There were some of them I didn't want to act like, but guess what? I didn't let it stop me. From saying, God, whatever you have for me, give it to me. I want it. The more you seek and experience for yourself, the more you'll begin to understand. As I pondered and prayed this week about what God is doing and what I believe that He wants to do in and through His church, I didn't say this church. I said His church. That's greater than what's in this building. What I believe God wants to do in and through His church. I want to share something that I experienced with you this week. Now for those of you that this will be weird for, people that I've pastored for a long time can verify and tell you I am not one that does this very often. You will not hear me say very often, the Lord said, or God spoke to me and said this. I'm, I'm just not one who says that a lot. But I want to share something that I experienced with you this week. Last Tuesday night, in the early hours of Wednesday morning, around 3 a.m., I was awoken with this sound. The sound of loud knocking on a steel or a metal door, coupled with the sound of rain and trickling water. It was so loud that I woke up out of a deep sleep and I immediately jumped up out of the bed. It didn't wake Angie up. She didn't even know this until this morning. But I realized rather quickly, it did not sound like a knock at our door because our door is not steel or metal like that. I looked for these sounds and the intelligence of Trevor Baxter on uh, the, the computer put them together for me. But it was so startling and sounded like a, a banging on a metal door. It was so startling that I had to get up. I just jumped up. And anybody that's ever been through something where water got loose in your house, you know what I'm talking about, the fear that comes over you. Anybody ever been there? I began to frantically look for water somewhere where water was running or leaking. And I just began to look. And then all of a sudden, by that point, I was awake enough to realize that there was nothing taking place in my house. And that there was nobody knocking at my door. And I must have either had a dream... Or the Lord was trying to tell me something. So I don't know what you do if you ever experience anything like that, but I began to pray. That's what I did, and I started to pray, and I began to question the Lord of the meaning of these sounds because I'm telling you, and I will not say this to you often, but I audibly heard them as if they were right in my ears. And I began to meditate on the Lord, and when I Began to think about these sounds that I audibly heard. I began to think about the significance of water and rain in the Bible. Spiritual rain. And the Lord ministered to me about that for a while. But I didn't quite understand the door. And I had no sooner than gotten the question out, but Lord, what about the knocking? What about the door? I heard the water. I heard the rain. But what about the door? And I'm telling you immediately once again. I did. I heard the Lord say. Straight out of Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and sup with him and he with me. Church, There's a downpour happening. A spiritual downpour happening on the other side of your closed door. Did you hear me? There's a spiritual downpour happening on the other side of your closed door. If you are not experiencing the spiritual downpour in your life, it's only because you just haven't opened the door yet. Now, if there's anything I can tell you about the Holy Spirit, it's this. He is a perfect gentleman. He will not make a forced entry on anybody. He comes in by invitation only. We have to open the door. But I came to tell somebody this morning. A closer, more intimate relationship with Jesus than you have ever experienced in your life. Is waiting on the other side of that closed door. Did you hear me? It's raining on the other side of that closed door. There's refreshing For somebody this morning On the other side of that door There's freedom like you've never Experienced in your life on the other Side of that door. There's Deliverance from whatever you might have been Carrying around on the other side Of that door. There's restoration For relationships in your Life on the other side Of that door. Somebody needs to Hear me this morning. Your prodigal Son or your prodigal daughter Might be on their way home You need to get up and Open the door that God Has in front of you Oh hallelujah Your healing Might be on the other side Of that door Do not live Listen to me Do not live your spiritual life With your door shut Don't walk your walk with Jesus Always staying on this Side of the door There's more I said there's more. I said there's more. Somebody who's experienced more, help a brother out this morning. I said there's more on the other side of that door. Don't wait until you fully understand everything. Just walk up to that door and say, God, I'm looking at the doors on both sides of me. Walk up to that door and just say, God, I'm going to open the door. I don't know, Lord, what's waiting on the other side. I know my pastor just told me this morning it's raining. God, I I don't fully understand everything, but God, I'm going to open the door. And I'm going to step in and experience what it is you have for me. God, I'm going to open the door. And by opening the door, I'm saying, God, do here I am. I surrender. Do whatever you want to do in my life. If you do that... As I have already spoken to you, this is my spirit that I desire to pour out upon my people. Do not wait until you fully understand. Do not wait until you are comfortable. But I say to you, if you will but open the door, prepare for rain. If you will but open the door, prepare for rain. Because I have a downpour of my spirit awaiting for you on the other side. The floodgates of heaven are wide open this day. And I long to pour my spirit upon all who are thirsty for the water of life, says the Lord. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise this morning. Hallelujah. 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 As they come to the music. Today Somebody said, Pastor, I don't understand what just happened I explained it last week, I'm going to explain it again There's two types of tongues in the Bible The first one is a prayer language between you and the Lord That's between you and God That takes place in your worship and in your prayer life But then there's times that God desires to speak through His Spirit With the gift of tongues and interpretation That's what just took place there But God said, I desire to pour my Spirit out upon my people If you'll stand with me all over the room this morning Revelation chapter 22 and verse 17. The Holy Spirit just set us up for this right here. He just set us up for this. This was in my sermon to close with this scripture and one other. The Spirit and the bride say, Come. And let the one who hears, that's us, say, come and let the one who is what? thirsty come and let the one watch this let the one who wishes take the free gift of the water of life let the one who wishes folks, that's the way this works somebody says, I don't understand all this you don't have to let the one who wishes take the free gift of the water of life. Let the one who will open the door and enjoy the rain. Has anybody besides me ever just went outside? And I'm not talking about when it's thundering and lightning. I don't want to get struck down. But just in a good spring rain shower. Has anybody besides me just ever went outside? Or been working outside and just stood out? you have not you need to try that sometime. I'm not weird. Y'all just think I am. It's refreshing. Let the one who will open the door and step out into the rain. What I want to ask you this morning is are you willing to open yourself up this morning and receive the outpouring that's available to you? me say this first. Maybe you're here today and you've never accepted Jesus as your Savior. Can I tell you, if you'll take a drink of this living water today, you'll never thirst again. Can I get a witness in the house this morning? Don't leave here thirsty when there's a wellspring of life-giving water in this place. If you'll take a drink of the water of life today, there's a room full of people in here that can testify Salvation is essential to go to heaven. we got to be saved. But is there anybody in the house this morning besides me that has experienced and knows salvation's wonderful, but there's a deeper place you can go in God beyond getting saved? Anybody else? Anybody? I want to tell you it's real. I said it's real. I don't know why I'm about to say this, but I'm going to say it. I used to think it wasn't real. That's why I had nicknames for people. I used to think there wasn't anything to it but I want to tell you there came a time in my life when I said God if this is really you and it's really real and you really want me to have it God give me everything that you've got for me and when I walk through that door I experience something with God that I've never experienced in my life are you willing today to open yourself up receive the outpouring that's available to you all you have to do church listen all you have to do is to seek more of the Lord now I want to say this because I think it's necessary to be said if you desire to be filled with the Holy Spirit please don't come seeking tongues some of y'all said uh oh wait a minute hold up It's the initial evidence of the baptism of the Holy Ghost according to the word. You're exactly right. It is. But if you read the word correctly, there was 120 gathered together in the upper room. They were tarrying and they were praying. They weren't seeking tongues. They didn't know what tongues was until tongues fell on them. They were seeking more of Jesus. If you'll find a place and seek more of Jesus. If you'll seek more of Jesus. God give me everything you've got for me. When God pours out upon you, then the tongues will be there. Don't come seeking tongues. It's not about tongues. Yes, that's the initial evidence. But I've seen a lot. God give me that revelation this week. That's why there's so many people... They pray to be filled with the Spirit and then feel defeated because they came and they didn't speak in tongues. If you'll just continue seeking more of Jesus, the evidence will come. The evidence will come. What did the word say? And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. Woo! And it filled the house where they were sitting and cloven tongues like as a fire set upon each of them and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. Listen to me this morning. I'm about to close this. We're going to open this altar. If you want more, it's up to you to open the door. If you want more, You have to open the door. You have to pursue the Lord. In order to experience the downpour, you have to pursue the Lord. Hosea chapter 6 and verse 3. The word said, let us know. Let us pursue the knowledge of the Lord. Do you know what pursue means? It means to be in pursuit. Running after something. Chasing after something. Let us pursue the knowledge of the Lord. His going forth is established as the morning. Watch this. Watch this. He will come to us like rain. Like the latter and the former rain to the earth. So here's the way we're going to do this today. I'm not going to specifically lay hands on people. I may lay hands on and pray for some people, but I'm not... Listen, I don't believe that I have to lay my hands on you for you to get the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Somebody might be laying their hands on you when you receive, but I believe if you'll get in tune with God, if you'll find a place of prayer and say, God, I'm willing to open the door. Whatever it is you have for me, I'm willing to open the door. I want to tell you this morning, if you'll do that, you'll find yourself lost in the presence of God. So I want to ask this question today. Is there anybody in the house who wants more? I said, Is there anybody in the house who wants more? Anybody else not satisfied with status quo? I got too much going on in my life to just have some humdrum service every Sunday. I want more. I want to see the Spirit continually poured out on our offspring. I want to see our children, our sons and daughters doing the work of the ministry of the gospel.